0: he breaks down plays better than anyone. I mean, this is like Shark Week now. And you know what Baker Mayfield is? He's chum. Look at these sharks. You think you're getting away from those four angry sharks? It's Shark Week. It's time to eat. Make the read. Urgency. That's the name of the game right here. Urgency. Now. On it. He's on it. Touchdown. Beautiful throw. He's our 95.7 The Game NFL insider, Brian Baldinger.
2: Brian Baldinger presented by our proud partner, Golden State. Serving the Bay Area for three generations. Building better starts with Golden State. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com. Baldy, happy new year, my man. I saw you out there in Nashville watching an upset between the Titans and the Jaguars as the Titans knocked the Jaguars completely out of the AFC playoffs. But, Baldy, I do want to start here. Last night's football game, Michigan-Washington, You know you love it. I love it because it was won in the trenches. That's what this time of season is about, Baldy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, Bonte. I mean, Michigan just, I mean, the way they started the game, I didn't think that they would ever become a game. But they just dominated him in the run game, defensively, scheme-wise. Um, but that's, you know, that's Harbaugh. That, that's who he is. That's what he did in San Francisco. That's what he did at Stanford. Uh, that's what he's done at Michigan now. 15-0, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't care what you do. You're perfect in anything, whether it's a sport or whatever. Blackjack, you win 15 in a row. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll crown you a champion. As
2: just a fan of the game, do you want to see Harbaugh back in the NFL?
0: Hell yes. <laughs> yes, we need, we need coaches with that, you know, that just aren't a stick in the mud, that uh, are just buried in their charts. I need a coach who's active on the sideline, right. um, you know, that's engaged, that's fiery, like We need those coaches. There's not enough of them. And, yes, I want Harbaugh badly in the NFL.
2: Yeah, I I miss him in the league, too. He's so quirky, so unique. And, you know, he's done what he's done. And he has a chance to join Pete Carroll, Barry Switzer, Jimmy Johnson. And there may be some more here. I don't think that's a big list, a long list, I should say, Baldy, of guys Mm -hmm. who've won an uh, NCAA championship and a Super Bowl championship. He could join that club, man. That would be iconic. And we know he's gone to a Super Bowl already going up against his brother. But that could be special for Jim Harbaugh hardball here, but going just looking around the league, and let's start with the Niners and the Rams. Look, the Niners weren't playing for much. They start Sam Darnold. I thought he played okay. Carson Wentz on the other side playing for his NFL future. What was your main takeaway from that game here? As Puka Dukula breaks a rookie record for receiving yards and, of course, receptions, what was your big takeaway in a game that was full of backups?
0: Uh, I think, you know, the Rams, they played their starting offensive line uh, a lot, and they're impressive. They're a good group. Um, how they seal the edges with the receivers and the tight ends and the running game is impressive. I think they're very sharp um, up front right now and they're playing well. And then I just think the fact that, you know, the starters for San Francisco did go out there and they did go through pregame warm-up and practice and everything and just trying to stay sharp. Obviously, you want to get them off the field, you know, before anything happens, but, you know, Chase Young played a lot of snaps he, he needs it he played fifty seven of the sixty eight or sixty nine snaps uh he needs to uh, you know he needs to be better he needs to be an impactful player so I thought that was impressive that you know he was out there playing um you know I just I just looking you know at Trent and looking at some of the guys that did right. play like you know you've got you gotta practice being sharp in mm-hmm. order to be sharp when you have to be sharp
1: so looking at this team baldy the Rams are built to win in this uh, time of the year. Their receivers are hot. Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. Matt Stafford is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Now they have to get past Detroit, and I mean, talk about just amazing storylines of amazing storylines going back to Detroit. Uh, Matthew Stafford, are you kidding me? Detroit's first home game since I've been alive 30 years. Uh, Pretty wild. Uh, Is this the most dangerous team's uh, for the Niners in hopes to get to the Super Bowl. Are the, the Rams the most dangerous team if you're a 49ers team that you do not want to face?
0: I think so. I think so because I don't think it really matters. who they. I, the way I think Sean McVay has coached his team is, forget about the records. They've won, I don't know, six of their last seven, whatever it is now. Um, I think they just worry about themselves. Like I mean, they'll game plan for the opponent, and they'll attack the opponent's weaknesses, and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just feel like it doesn't matter where they go right now, who they play, uh, what time of the day or what day of the week they play. I feel like you're going to get the very best that the Rams have, and I think they're a dangerous team because of the way they execute and uh, and the way that they they have been coached all year. They're very hot, but they're hot because they execute. Yeah, and uh, they kind of know who they are right now, and I don't care. Um, who's covering Puka Nakua? You can put Traverius Ward on him. I mean, the guy beat every single corner in this league this year. Every one. We, have, we haven't quite seen anything like it. Oh, oh, that's right. Cooper Cup did it two years ago. <laughs> you know, like, their, their timing and their passing routes is, is scary good. So, uh, real quick, Baldy, what do you make
1: of Shani kind of owning McVay head-to-head? I know the biggest one that I'm sure Shanahan would love to have is the one that McVay owns in the NFC Championship a few years ago, but historically, this matchup has been one-sided with Kyle Shanahan. What is it about? Is it about the offensive scheme, uh, the players? What What is it about Shanahan versus McVay and uh, Shanahan getting the best of him for the most part?
0: I thought, in, you know, going back, you know, even just a couple of years ago, I thought, The 49ers physically beat them in the line of scrimmage. That's what it looked like to me. And that's why they they owned them. Now, I think the 49ers were a better roster with more talent than the Rams for the most part. Um, You know, the Rams got hot at the right time of the year, two years ago. And, uh, you know, won it all. But I, I felt like when... When they were owning them and winning, you know, game after game, it was because of how the 49ers beat them up in the trenches. But I, you know, I, I, the Rams are a lot better there now. They're a lot better up yeah. front on the offensive line than they have been. Um, and then I think defensively, these rookies, Byron Young and Kobe Turner, and some of these young guys have really developed as the season's gone on. Talking to Brian Baldinger here on the Morning Ross on 95.7 The Game
2: as we do every single week on a Tuesday morning at 7.30 and you're on it. You're on it Baldy with this Rams team. Carry on Williams running with so much physicality. you still got Aaron Donald on the other side. That no name defense. They're flying around the football hitting people. So they do expose weaknesses. What would that weakness be for the 49ers defensively Baldy?
0: Well I mean you know you have seen good quarterbacks. You've seen Kirk Cousins and you know, Joe Burrow, carve him up pretty good. You know, and even Baker played him pretty tough. And so, like, I just think good quarterback play against primarily zone teams. I mean, if you're, pres- if you're precise the way Minnesota was that one game, uh, you can move the ball against them. And so, uh, the pass rush has not been furious. Uh, We saw that, you know, Kirk Cousins dropped back 45 times. They didn't put him on the ground once. So the pass rush, you know, unless they're blitzing, isn't winning enough. And that's the way it has been. And so maybe they crank it up here, you know, in the postseason. Uh, I'm sure that uh, they're being told that and being shown that in some games. But to me, the the pass defense is probably what I would worry about most just because teams have had success against them.
1: Pass defense and also... The kicker now, Brian Baldinger, Jake Moody. Hey, uh, he missed one extra point. We're freaking out about Jake Moody. Should, should Niners fans be worried about a missed chip shot field goal? Now, missed extra point for the rookie kicker. I mean, I'm sure he's happy that his Michigan team won, but I mean, how are Niner fans feeling about their rookie kicker heading into the
0: playoffs? I always would be worried. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, mean, you got. I mean, if you're not worrying, you're not you're not working. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, Aubrey. You know, the, the kid in Dallas hasn't missed a field goal all year. Justin Tucker doesn't miss field goals. So if you miss a kick in an extra point, you're worried. But there's nothing you can really do about it. You have to. If if that something like that happens, you have to overcome it. But if it's to win a game and you miss, like you won't be able to live with yourself. You know. So I mean, I. I'd be worried. I, I just would, because some of these sometimes these kickers go sideways quick. Yeah. It just does. Um, you know, it's the way. It, it, I, I remember when uh, Minnesota beat Atlanta in nineteen ninety eight. Atlanta's kicker had made forty in a row. Oh no,
2: the other side, Valdi Minnesota. I
0: knew you. Side. I knew you were going to go there.
2: That was yeah. on the top of my That's mind. Right. I was thinking about that game in the Metrodome right. when the Dirty Birds went to Minnesota and who
0: was it? Yeah. Uh, Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson yep. had made forty in a row, yep. and then he missed a kick to win a game. Yep. You know, so like you always worry about kickers. You always worry about returners putting the ball on the ground. Mm. Uh, I was in Dallas when we had a rookie punt returner fumbled in the end zone. Washington got it. I mean, hail to the Redskins was being played. I hadn't got that song out of my head yet. <laughs> you know, like it's. I, I worry. About, I would worry about all that stuff.
2: No, you're, you're right, it, it could come down to a single play and Right where McLeod is back Because Ronnie Bell's putting the ball on the turf a little bit um, So no, those, those are areas to be worried about But one, I think one guy we're not worried about right now Is Brock Purdy I like the way he bounced back against Washington I know I hadn't talked to you since that game But Brock Purdy heading to this playoff His second goal round He's seen everything How confident are you in him uh, Helping this Niners team stay, stay afloat here offensively Where they average nearly 30 points a game yeah, I
0: mean, look, the regular season is regular season, Bonte, and he's he played great, and um, you know he got through a couple sticking points, but for the most part, you know he's he's their guy. They're not, not going anyplace not going any place else, and so you know it's playoff football, and it's it played at a different intensity. Uh, sometimes you know they they just swallow the whistle and. Guys are hitting you, and yeah. you know they're not going to throw the flag. Generally, not as much as the regular season. You're not going to get that kind of stuff being done out there. You know, pass interference calls and all that. You got to go beat teams, right? And you know, it's uh, you know, we saw for example, they they came to Philly and the first two drives didn't look very good. They're three mm-hmm. and out, three and out. They're they're playing from behind, and then they they roll. Well, you know, you don't really want to start a playoff game like that because um, sometimes. The other team possesses the ball, and all of a sudden, what you think, you might get 12 possession, you might only get eight. And so it's just, uh, you know, you you, know, you can't play tight. you got to go play. But at the same time, you've got to be precise. And you just hope that the practice habits, you know, on the week off, uh, are really, really good. I have a feeling they will be. But whoever they play at Levi Stadium, a divisional round, like you just want to hit the field running and executing right away. And you won't know it until they do it. Gosh, well, dude, you got me fired up
2: here thinking about these playoffs. And Spadoni mentioned it earlier. The storylines galore. Stafford going back to Detroit. You got the Browns taking on the Texans, the teams that traded. Of course, the Texans traded away Deshaun Watson to Cleveland, although he's not playing. But now they have a young C.J. Stroud who's just spinning it left and right. Uh You got the Packers and Cowboys. McCarthy coaching against his former team. You got the Eagles and Bucks in a rematch from earlier this season. Tyreek Kill going back to Arrowhead Stadium against the Kansas City Chiefs. What matchup are you looking forward to the most here? All the matchups are great. We're going to watch all the games. But what's the one for you, Baldy?
0: Uh, there's a – I don't know. I, I would say the Rams go to Detroit mm. because, you know, Detroit's the number two seed. Rams are a lower seed. Uh, but the Rams just look – they look good. They yeah. just are playing the game the right way. I'm, I'm looking for that one. And then I want to see if you know, I, I don't know that any quarterback I, I don't know if I even believe what I'm gonna say here, because I don't like to talk about this kind of stuff, but is there more pressure on anybody more than Dak? Wow. Uh, you know, I mean he's been he's been the focal point of that team. Is is Dak gonna end up becoming in that category with Troy and Roger? Or is is he gonna to be Tony Romo good? Hmm. You know, I mean like it's like he he, he he's a big part of it. You know, CD is all world, all that stuff. Like, they're a good team. In some weeks, they look unbeatable, and they look like this is a great offense. This is San Francisco and Dallas. Like, they're on a collision course. And then you go, and then you see them some weeks, and you're like, eh, maybe not. And so I think those two games have me most intrigued on Sunday.
1: So, Baldy, a big topic of conversation we've been having is rest versus rust. When it comes to these number one seeds now, you got the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's probably going to win his second MVP, playing like the best team in the league. They go out guns blazing. They got some time off. The Niners, same thing. I know they took a loss, but this was really just a, a rest week for them, too. What do you make of the rest versus rust factor for these number one seeds in both the Niners and the Ravens going into the playoffs?
0: Well, there's a lot, there's a lot there, Joe. For example, like, okay, let's rest. Let's get fresh. Okay. Well, rest sometimes to some people means, oh, it's just like, shut it down. Like, you can't shut it down. You know, you can't mentally shut it down. You got to be on edge. You, you know, so you got to keep the edge and, and freshen up and stay sharp. And like, it's hard. It's hard. We've seen a lot of number one seeds have that week and then they, they don't play like number one seeds. <clears throat> and so, it's a delicate balance. Um, practice has to be as important. Like, I remember when the Eagles won a Super Bowl. They, had a, they were the number one seed five years ago, six years ago now. And they, the players said, let's put the pads on. Let's get after it. I mean, even Super Bowl week, getting ready for New England, they were in pads in Minnesota. And so sometimes your players have to say, you know what, we're going to be better if we go out there and thump a little bit. And, you know, we take this thing up intensity-wise, as high as we possibly can without, you know, obviously injuring anybody or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've you've got to do the things necessary to stay really sharp and crisp because the, it's such a fine line between execution and almost executing.
2: No, you're, you're spot on there, Baldy, with that one. I, I'm with you there. And if it is a Rams team, because I'm with you with Detroit. Detroit, I'm watching them. Last week against Minnesota, and they, you know we don't know about the status of Sam Laporte. They're all-world rookie God, tight end. It's in. a massive loss. It's a massive loss for them. But they were giving up deep shot after deep shot to Nick Mullins. And you see Addison score a touchdown. You see Justin Jefferson. And you, you bring up Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. I, it's hard for me seeing Detroit winning that game. I get it. They're going to be at home. But the Rams been there, done that. You know what I mean, Baldy?
0: Well, yeah, they have, and you know, all I say is they went into Baltimore a month ago and they put up 31 points yep. on the Ravens, and nobody's been doing that. And the way that they played is exactly what you see. I mean, Stafford throws these shot throws. Uh, Bonte, honestly, like I don't even know the, the player hasn't even come out of his break yet, and the ball's hitting the spot, <laughs> yep. and he just trusts his receivers. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of them, including Demarcus Robinson, that all of a sudden they put their hands out, and the ball's right there. I mean, it's just amazing. And then there's sometimes where you know he's got to get to the third read, and you know he's going to take a shot to the you know to the solar plexus, and he does, and he's lasering these balls in, you know, and he's under center a lot, which I love. And their play action pass because Kyron's been so good, like they're just clicking. Right. And the same things that made them successful two years ago are making them successful now. Their defense might not be. As good as it was two years ago, but these young kids that they have play really, really hard. They yeah. play the game the right way. Mm-hmm.
1: Baldy, we appreciate the time. Uh, we know you're up against it here, so I'll leave you with this one. So we've mentioned that the Rams are the biggest threat to the Niners. Of the teams that they could uh, potentially face outside of them, the Packers, the Bucks, and the Eagles, which one of those teams you think would pose the most problems for San Francisco?
0: Jordan Love is playing great and nobody is running the ball better than Aaron Jones the last three weeks. He's just, he's averaging over 110 yards a game the last three weeks. He missed a month, and his legs look fresh. And one thing about Aaron Jones, he doesn't miss a hole. Like if it, I don't care if it's six inches. He doesn't miss it. His guys' eyes are unbelievable. And so Jordan Love... He doesn't know what he doesn't know. I mean, he's throwing this ball to these kids. Um, they just barely can, you know, get a driver's license right. at this point. But I don't care. Dontavious Wicks and Reed and these guys, they're they're really good. He threw 32 touchdown passes yep. this year, and uh, he was spectacular. I mean, they, they could be a good offense. And a tough offense to stop in the playoffs. No, it's going to be fun to watch here. Lastly,
2: uh, before we let you go, i got to get your thoughts on what happened in New Orleans. Arthur Smith was not happy with the Falcons. 41-17, Saints in victory formation. Jameis took the bullet for the Saints, but basically they handed it off to Jamal Williams to run up the score a bit there. What's your overall thought process there? There's a lot of controversy
0: down in New Orleans about that situation. Yeah, I mean, look, I, look, I, I think sportsmanship. There's a place for it. Mm-hmm. Like Jamal Williams had 17 weeks to score a touchdown, <laughs> right? Okay, like his role changed from Detroit, but he had 17 weeks to score a touchdown. He didn't score. Like, what's the big deal? Honestly, like I understand Jameis is about team and players love him, and but there is something about when you line up in a victory formation with the game out of hand that you're basically throwing a white flag. You know, to take advantage of that situation where the defense really isn't defending, um, that's not really, like, sportsmanship. Right. So, I have a problem with the mentality right there. If you want to say, okay, like, tell the defense, hey, we're going to score. Right. Like, buckle it up. Let's go. Right. Like, let's let's see if we can earn his touch. Like, you're... You're just giving them a free touchdown after the defense is basically surrendering. I have a problem with that.
2: Yeah, no, that was that was a very <laughs> awkward situation there. Yeah, forty-one points. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you there, Baldy. After letting dust settle there, Baldy, I know you got to run, but are you are you calling the playoff games
0: this weekend? Where yeah, well, Baldi? I was I was if Jacksonville, you know, went to Tennessee and won, I would be doing one this weekend. But uh, since Jacksonville's not going, and Houston is. I'm not going now.
2: Oh, gosh. Paul, yeah. do we need you on playoff football, man? I know, I know. you're going to be analyzing I'm everything.
0: I'm doing, but, but I'm doing the hula bowl on Saturday, right. so I'm still going to be doing football. By, by
2: the way, Jacksonville, easily the most disappointing team in the NFL, the way they faltered, right? Yeah. Eight and three and a complete collapse. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Fourth and goal, Trevor yeah. Lawrence can't get the
0: ball over the goal line. I was sticking it out there in Nashville. Wonder well, he they're... didn't run the play that was called. Yeah, that was... You know, the play that was called was going to be a walk into the end zone. He did it on his own. It was just, uh, I mean, I sometimes players got to blow off the coach, but the play was set up to go right. score the touchdown.
2: All right, Baldy. Playoffs are here finally. This is the real football season. Cold weather, yes, hard is. hitting. I cannot wait to talk to you next week when we figure out who the okay, Niners buddy. are playing. See, see you, Bonte.
0: See you, Joe. All right,
2: Baldy